0: Oh shit, son. This is the Warm Beer and the Cheap Seats Podcast. I'm Casey. Big Mike's Remote. I got Subway Slam here live in the studio right now. Yo,
1: what's up? The Subway Slam is here.
0: He's here, and he doesn't care. Who knows? He's yeah. gonna stay up past his bedtime because Subway Slam doesn't answer to anybody.
1: That's correct.
0: What's going on, buddy?
1: Oh boy, uh, doing really well. Um, you know, um, having a great time here in Florida um, for another week. Um, I feel great! I'm so glad we are here in Studio D.
0: Studio D. That's right, live. Uh, there was a, a little scare, so we're taking extra precaution. Big Mike is remote in Studio C, in um, a plastic with bubble, I'm presuming, and
2: with the infectious C.
0: No, he's not. I'm teasing. Yes. Uh, Sweet Melissa, everyone. Uh, Big Ed's going to be joining us uh, briefly, and I might have to send Big Mike another link because I'm not sure if I have the right one for him. Mm-hmm. So as a precaution, we're just going to send random links to anyone. So why not? Taking all the We got a couple things that we're going to go through. Obviously, we got a special guest that's going to be here all night. Everyone's favorite. All
2: night
1: long. Inappropriate. Yeah, I can't afford
0: to pay that yeah. guy. Yeah. Don't I mean, be singing that song. Please. <laughs>
1: please. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Please. And also, I don't know if, I don't know if it's possible. You're not going on American Idol. I'm sorry. I know. It really wow. sounded, it really sounded like
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the Roastmaster General himself, Subway Slam.
3: Coming sure from uh, Tony, uh Pony uh nominee. Subway that's right. slam. That's okay. right.
2: That's oh, right. I can't hear him.
0: Uh, so we got a couple of things we'll cover. We got another Florida man story that we got to analyze. Uh, there's a board. Uh, there's a new board game coming to the market. Uh, big Mike's going to tell us all about his big trip. Uh, and at the end, wrapped up the creme boule of the show, the big edge rock and roll retrospective on Pete Townsend's empty glass. I'm excited. Got the vinyl, yep. From Big Ed, he he educated me. So we've all done our homework this time. There's no excuse for anyone. Everyone is well versed in this album, so we're excited. What do you we got there, uh, Big Ed? What are we watching tonight?
4: Mm-hmm. Sound
0: like a, some Looney Tune cartoons I
3: here in the background. Yeah, I, I can't get over how these microphones, how fucking sensitive it is. I'm sorry. Yeah, well. I just put the TV on. I want to get the my background wrestling going.
0: Now, you see, this is really good. This would be like your caveman lawyer, and you're like, I don't understand how this fancy world works, but this man's innocent.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Caveman's running when he heard that.
0: Okay. Caveman lawyer was a very underrated sketch on SNL, but that's the okay. genius of uh, Phil Hartman to make any dumb premise to actually work oh, yeah. and crush. I don't
5: understand
4: I, these bright got, lights
0: and this door slides open, you know? And...
4: yeah. <laughs> I,
3: I liked what he did as Frankenstein too.
0: Oh yeah. Well,
3: that guy was a comedic genius. Oh,
0: yeah. No doubt.
3: But he was great like on news fan. radio. Yeah. he's
0: That was a good show. He was just like, doing his thing, you know?
3: He was in his prime, you know? it's stupid fucking wife. He should have left her years earlier.
0: Well, or told her to stop doing cocaine or whatever she was doing.
1: Yeah. Are you peeing? <laughs> oh. Wow.
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, just say no, folks. The show must go on.
5: Tank?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking well, of fish tanks, my yo-yo loach, he's back well. out on the... He's got a big old scar on his side, but now he's a fucking menaced that he once was a month ago. Oh, really? inlet. Yeah, he's... He gets stuck again. He's on his own.
0: Yeah. Speaking of fish tanks, I'll probably just turn off the filter for... A little bit.
3: Well, there's there are other fish that are worthy of the tank, you know. Can't just
0: do everything for the little yoach Yeah,
3: I'm not running a Marxist tank, okay? Uh...
0: <laughs> right.
3: It's just a shame that he's the biggest one in the tank, so they can't like gang up on him.
0: <laughs> Maybe they all transform into a larger fish. They like like hook fins together.
3: Yeah, the transformer fish. Yeah.
2: More than meets the eye. Or maybe
0: they play Red Rover and they hook fins and they're like, Red Rover, Red Rover, YOLO Loach come over. YOLO. You only live once, Loach. Well, that's how he eats. He does. He eats like he only lives once.
3: Hey, 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 and Re Re he's just he's outlived Petey.
0: See, he goes to a restaurant and orders like Melissa. I want the sampler, and then she takes a fork and eats from everyone's plate in the restaurant. Uh, that looks good. Oh, that looks does good. Does Repeaty
2: right like swim in circles? Because when you say repeat-y, I just picture him repeating the same move. Well,
0: that would make probably more sense if he did that, mm-hmm.
3: right? But he it doesn't. He's it does Repeaty because he's repeating Pete. I
0: know.
2: I know.
3: The only thing mm-hmm. he's not repeating is being dead. Yeah he's not, he's, repeating, not he's not repeating yet he's, he's getting, he's, there, getting though. Though. he's getting fat he's getting fat though he's getting into his elvis bloated jumpsuit stage. but well, uh,
0: you know. uh, well pride comes before the fall so yeah. we know what happens
3: next yeah
0: stage three oh, wee, 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 wee. <laughs> that's a soul leaving his body
3: yeah the soul left a long time ago yeah
2: <laughs> do you think they have
0: souls uh frogs
2: i just got deep on us.
0: um i'm gonna say most definitely not oh. all right just uh, uh, just one to... is that oh, a whammy no that's a uh, price, price right horn oh,
1: yeah that was close uh, Unfortunately, the price is wrong for you. So I
3: knew it was from a game show. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, Paulie, Paulie from The Sopranos died too. Did we talk about that last week?
1: Oh, no, we did not. Tony Sirico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great guy. I love The Sopranos.
3: Actually, uh,
0: Baby Dye mentioned in the message board, I had no idea what she was talking about.
3: No. We, no, we led sense. into
0: James Con and she mentioned something, but she was talking about. Tony Sirico.
2: I did it. I thought
1: that's who you were talking
0: yeah. about. Oopsies. Yeah, that happened the same day, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah. Great character
0: actor. Oh man, uh, yep. Yeah. I,
3: I mean, think they guy. both. I think they both had some gabagool from Satriales that didn't sit well with him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I think that's who. I really think it was the gabagool.
0: That's the gabagool. I get you. Oh
3: yeah. But it's so good, it's
0: worth it. It's worth the for risk. Sure. It's worth it. Yeah.
2: YOLO.
0: Loach. That's do you think he swims around and just yells at? Probably. That would make a an interesting like uh aquarium the movie. <laughs> and uh that's what the loach just swims around just yelling YOLO. <laughs>
2: yeah. Try to think S- of an acronym for Loach.
0: See, because what I would put in that too is um a turtle that swims through the tank, and he just says he's got diplomatic immunity as he just slams <laughs> slams through things like he's a uh, you know an ambassador to South Africa during apartheid. Yeah, I, Sh- I don't. Shout I don't out, know, shout out, Lethal Weapon.
3: I don't know if there's a turtle like that that would live in the the way Petey does because Petey lives Ninja, you know on the bottom of the tank. Yeah, well. And the last turtle i see got the size of a basketball and had to be donated to a
0: well those are those sliders they get pretty big uh you could get um
3: remember the one tom uh t-bone head
0: yeah well that that's a slider those they got
3: big. big it was the a yellow ear red
0: ear sliders they'll, they'll outgrow people get them and they know not to sell them anymore because they just end up in ponds uh, i lived in a place <laughs> in newport ritchie and they're filled with them uh you know and i just go feed them and there could be like 35 turtles oh is like- that
3: the one i was at that that, uh, oh, yeah. that one yeah.
0: bedroom uh no 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 oh. it was uh more recent before i had this house oh yeah i remember that place. yeah yeah you been subway's there. been there i knew somebody I, actually did that. i show you the turtles there yeah you did. yeah yeah so
3: that that's not the one i went to
0: no no that place had um that place the one bedroom what? had jack and shit.
3: <laughs> no it had turtles
0: not as many as that the the well, one i lived in i don't oh
3: know, yeah you've been to the be one
0: in new port because right. we did uh we did uh the, the, the deli. sandwich place yeah, yeah that
3: place was cool
0: that i love that deli
4: mm-hmm.
0: i don't even know how they get the chips where they come from but they have the best potato mm-hmm. chips from like a random company do like a cheddar Did horseradish.
2: Find, yeah, kidding? yeah.
0: Well, because well, I went to that deli and picked
3: them up. Um, yeah. I might have
2: uh, gotten them from a sandwich place
3: yesterday. You might have, but you're not sure.
2: Yeah. No. I oh, no, bag.
3: I might have, but I don't think so. Yeah, they were, they were potatoes, though. <laughs> oh, they were waffle fries. Oh.
4: <laughs>
0: well, sweet Melissa's. Favorite game is uh, oh, never mind. As always, every day, um,
3: I don't know what the heck is it. (laughs) Her favorite game is
0: Wordle, and
3: apparently, Uh they're
0: making Wordle the board game, yes, Hasbro. Yeah, that's exciting. Wait,
4: did you
2: get it? Oh, yeah, I hope they have a travel version.
0: I I, I don't know how that's gonna work.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah, I, I don't get it.
0: 'Cause you gotta guess a, a well, word right now and then once a
2: travel version, it's on your mobile device.
0: Yeah. How big is that board game gonna be?
2: Like your chess game.
0: No, that, that's oh. that's completely different. You need like the whole English language of five letter words.
3: Oh yeah. And they got the they other board like, games. Travel, don't
2: like
0: worry. shits and Fox, you know.
3: They they made know. a game for Subway Slam, it's called Wee Wee, the board game.
1: Oh, oh, Those right. are each five-letter words, Case. Yeah.
0: Your Honor. Uh, oui, oui, Weewee, that's
3: six letters. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a hyphen, you pull it.
0: <laughs> I hope that, you know, it's only going to lead to one inevitable thing. Wordle the movie. Yeah, I mean,
1: they did yeah. this with the emo- emojis. Yes, they did, and we know how that yeah, the emotion movie. It's like considered one of the worst movies ever. Oh, I've never. Heard well, I could tell
0: that. you who's already going to be the lead as the voice actor. It's definitely Alec Baldwin. He's like, yeah. He's like, I have four more kids on the way. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, that little gunshot controversy really killed my mojo. Yeah. They could
0: do a
4: really, game show. Really killed it my
0: momentum, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah, I didn't know it was loaded. Yeah, that's what Terry Katz said. Yeah. I swear it it's tired. not loaded.
1: Yeah. Love
0: Chicago. Oh, that's weird. We were just talking about Chicago earlier. Yeah. Before the show,
2: Chicago Werfel. That's what they could do.
0: Huh? That don't even make sense. That
2: makes no sense. You said you were gonna think of all the shows that could be Chicago. No.
0: No, that no 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 that that don't even make sense.
3: No. That adds seven letters too. So that's
0: all right. So what she's talking about is the Chicago Chicago Med, Chicago PD. Uh, Chicago Dry Cleaners, uh, they got a new one starring this fall in uh, Chicago Deli, you know, and then you know, I don't know, some
3: <laughs> and, in Chicago, and in Google. Chicago, they just call it Deli,
0: yeah.
4: <laughs>
6: hey, is this thing on?
4: There we go, Big <laughs> yeah. Mike, there he is, laughing the flesh, big folks. Mike.
6: big Mike. What's happening? Hello, hello
0: hello
6: hello so what i miss uh, well we um, were we were, uh, we were talking uh, about wordle the movie
3: uh, okay the board game uh, let's see what else lot,
6: lot how do you how do you make wordle a movie i mean well, that's, it... I
0: don't know. I, well they're making a board game hasbro bought the rights um, you know kind of like
6: ca- kind of like scrabble that's
0: what he yeah. Well, they made clue a movie, which was
6: actually entertaining,
4: yeah
6: um, but there's not i could see, of, but I could see that that's that what do you what with with wordle what do the words come alive or something I
4: don't, I know, don't know but
6: it, it's it's the natural
0: transition of the shit show of corporate America a corporation sees an opportunity to make money, they're obviously going to make a fucking shit movie
1: yeah. Could, could they, like, do something similar to, like,
0: what they did with uh, that movie with Sam, Adam Sandler? Uh, Pixels, Pixels. Oh,
1: yeah, that that's that horrible. Yeah, I know. Exactly. The but, only
0: thing okay about that movie is Peter Dinklage. There you
1: go. It's simple enough. Oh, yeah, Peter Dinklage Peter. is going to be
3: in World of the Movie. Oh, yeah,
1: why don't we do that? Have him in the World of the Movie. Yeah, he's
3: going to move the tiles. <laughs>
1: All
6: right, that's racist. So he's going to be, like,
3: <laughs> the band of white.
1: I'm good. Oh, that's what I was thinking, yeah. man. what?
3: Yeah.
2: What's racist?
3: He's also gonna be a wee wee the board game too.
0: She asked <laughs> because she didn't know. I don't. She doesn't see color. I don't. That's because she's colorblind. No really yeah. she is. She's uh you know, can't she can't operate a, a car.
2: I see all the colors of yarn.
0: Yep. She's, that that could I mean, be a song.
2: Giving those crickets something to do tonight.
0: Yeah, that's a song by a girl that plays just a cahoots to guitar and doesn't use deodorant. <laughs> wow. That has
6: hairy armpits. Yes.
2: Oh, Lisa Loeb's playing in Ireland right now.
6: Does she have hairy armpits? You know, Wait, that, she, she announced that to any of our listeners
0: that want to pause this and see Lisa Loeb <laughs> because you can download this anywhere you can download uh, podcasts. Uh, and then you can reach us on the Twitterverse at Beer Seats. Or you can email us at the show at warmbeardandcheapseats.com. However, Uh, you can pause this, download the episode, share with friends later, and see Lisa Lowe. Or you can just listen to us. And if she doesn't play stay 14 fucking times, I don't know what else she's going to fucking play. But I would still see her. (laughs) Play stay over and over. I'm like
5: she's playing that fucking song again. She'll this say. is so
0: awesome. Wait,
3: wait. She's got to have those two barrettes in her hair too. With, well, like,
1: with the oh, little glasses too. Lisa Lopes.
3: Yeah. You mean like left
1: eye? No, no. good That's they, like
0: Lisa Lopes or something. She's dead. Um, I know yeah. that. Yeah. We're, hey, folks, uh wear your seatbelt, especially in Puerto Rico. Yeah.
3: No, she was in uh, Costa Rica.
0: Well, and then even America. more in Costa Rica. I mean, mm-hmm. you're in fucking goddamn Central America. They
6: probably
3: don't like Here's good advice: don't go to Central America.
6: That's probably no. good, very good advice. No, you, you <laughs> go to Central America, America, just wear your fucking seatbelt. Yeah, just
1: enough.
6: How do you know they? You shouldn't seat you belt? wear your seatbelts all the time? Well, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, it all, right, all, all the traffic is outbound anyway, so you right. have no problem. Third world problem.
0: All right, here, let me tell you about something First that's fucking problems. stupid right now. I'm watching a uh, commercial because that's ninety percent of TV, and there's uh, the one with the the lizard, the the gecko, Geico. Geico yeah. He's talking to a cab a cab driver. One, hey, congratulations! You actually talk to a cab driver. I've been Who, a cab. Got a guy. I, wait, wait, wait! First off, I've been a cab before. They're usually not speaking. Uh, where I, look, I, it is what it is.
3: First you of all, they're s- are too busy on their phone that they, they ignore you.
0: yeah, exactly. All right, two um, the geckos got a fucking seatbelt on. I'm like, all right, so he he hailed a cab that had a mini little seatbelt that was installed. What are the odds cab. of that? Because, you know, they made this ad at first, and someone um in the ad agency in legal said, Hey, you know what? He needs to be wearing a seatbelt because he's in a car. Uh, we don't want to get sued. And everyone just fucking agreed because you know what? When I go flying through a windshield and my, you know, my family sues, it's because I believed the little lizard didn't wear a seatbelt. I don't need to wear a seatbelt in a the car.
6: There you and have there, it. Does anyone that's am I taking crazy pills? No, you, you're 100% correct.
0: Because first off, most cabs, uh, the seatbelts either broken or hidden, or you wouldn't even want to touch it anyways, because you're like that thing is fucking gross. Yeah, exactly. And do you
6: want? And that's not a seat seat.
0: you want to touch with your bare hand. I just like to think that there's some guy that's installing a mini little seatbelt in the car.
5: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Little (laughs) sideburns.
6: Well, you know it is the Geico gecko. You got to keep them safe. I'm sure they got a big insurance policy on him.
3: And there goes I Benny Hill.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: You can't stop it once it starts. Seriously. I I forgot it was like 14 seconds long. By bad. Yeah.
1: Well, then you have you have the Gecko for one, but you also have Stuart Little as second. With this oh, little. I love
2: Stuart Little.
0: That's uh, also what um, – oh, shit. Deshaun Watson also said. You know. So that's you know. what he said? Yeah, you know, uh, allegedly that he can't stop it once it starts.
2: Oh.
0: 20 times or more, allegedly. Allegedly. So you
2: were talking about – that's what.
0: He- Listen, if people aren't booing the shit out of the Cleveland Browns, Next year. then fuck them. Oh, Cleveland goes fucking Owen fucking 185. They don't deserve a winning a game. And if there's not a guy on the Cleveland Browns team that has the balls to ste- step up for a woman, then fuck you.
4: Yay. Hey, no disrespect. Well
0: no disrespect. It's just business, folks. It's not personal.
1: Simple nut. That's
0: it. Yeah, simple. So suck my oh, nut, Colin Callagherd and every other ooh. shithead. Fucking talking head that's in sports radio. Faggots. That's right. I said the F word. Piss me off. Subway Slam, you can't say that word. No, I know. That's fine. I live in New York, so uh, I'd be dead by now. Mm. There's a lot of words you can't say up there. Oh,
1: yeah.
6: All
0: right. So I got that up. Big Mike, you were in North Carolina. I was.
6: A lot of stuff happened little vacation to get away because my job that pays me not like i don't get paid here right but the, because i don't uh the, <laughs> where i go to make I my get living paid compliments that's fantastic
4: mm-hmm.
6: took a little time off went up to charlotte north carolina uh cool town. Got to great town yeah got to visit a few race shops went to the richard childress racing museum which nice. was amazing. That was one of the highlights of the trip. Um, I touched the 1998 Daytona winning I got
2: nervous too.
6: car. Yeah.
3: I touched his Wee Yeah, that's where I thought you were going. <laughs> no.
2: I, t- I touched
6: Richard Childress's Wee Wee. No. I'm like, this I, museum's I, awesome. King
2: News.
6: No, it was Chocolate Myers who I touched. No, I'm just kidding. Uh,
3: Oh, (laughs) nice. It wasn't chocolatey, chocolatey, though. So
6: they had, the museum was awesome. And what's neat about that museum, it used to be the race shop. Oh, okay, cool. So the museum itself up front is a reception area. I talked to some friends of mine who went to that museum when it was an operating race shop. And like the front reception area, it really hasn't changed a lot. So you go back into the shop area, and that's where they have all the cars displayed. Um, One of the cool features of this museum, there were doors going into the different different rooms in the shop. The engine room, like the engine building room, the engine teardown room, the machine shop, the brake room the doors were closed break but there room. were pictures break room yeah that, you know the, in a no, race yeah. shop you got to eat lunch yeah
2: oh you really meant that
6: yeah 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 a, they have a tv it's probably stuck on hgtv oh, too
2: i thought you meant like brakes on a car no I thought i was
6: being
2: silly
6: no break room like a break room like where we'd eat our lunch anyhow those doors were closed and locked but they had pictures framed on the door Of what that what that room looked like when that was an operating work or race shop. Oh, nice. Which was pretty cool. Yeah. So not only did they have Earnhardt's 500 winning uh, Chevrolet from 98. I actually touched it. It was cool. Not supposed to, but I did it anyway. Um, They had a couple (laughs) Winston Cup trophies. They had both Earnhardt cars that went to Japan for the exhibition races. Nice. The car, his last win car, and just a, they had Kevin Harvick cars. They had a Monte Carlo that Ricky Rudd drove when it was, when they were sponsored by Piedmont Airlines. Oh, yeah. I, I wow. know all wow. of us remember Piedmont. A, yeah.
4: Of
6: they had Austin Dillon's Daytona 500 winning car with a Harley J. Earl trophy. So it was just, it was really cool. Um, They had one of their transporters. You actually got to walk through the transporter.
4: And it was in the old...
6: Yeah, it was in the transporter bay where that truck would have been when that truck was hauling the race cars. So it was an actual Dale Earnhardt, number three transporter, and Peterbilt that took that race car to to, uh, many, many races. So it was really fun. That was cool. Went to... Junior Motorsports, nice. And along the lines of podcasting, I was in. The, when you get there and the tour begins, you go through. on my a little plug for my favorite chicken place, the Bojangles Studio, oh, where yeah. they really, where they produce the podcast, then the TV. Uh, it's a TV show, YouTube channel, and podcast. They produce all at the same time. Oh, wow. uh, you got So you got to actually walk around that studio, and the studio is very large. Uh, just cool memorabilia in there, and then got to tour the race shop. That shop was the most exciting. They took you on the shop floor and walked you through the shop to the different, the car assembly area, the suspension room, the body shop, final assembly, uh, the surface plates where they get the cars ready to go to the racetrack. So that was big highlights. Tour and race shops, did a bunch of antiquing. you You didn't um, drop like a in
0: one of the engines by accident, did you? No, I did not. I okay. did not. They, they okay. don't let you that close to the cars. okay. Hey, hey so uh what, what was the
6: uh, uh, antiquing uh,
0: like on let, that region? Uh,
6: let me tell you, Charlotte, there's a lot in, in the Charlotte area, so this is Gastonia, which is to the the west charlotte concord which is where um the racetrack's at charlotte motor speedways in concord um as well as hendrick motorsports right uh and just outside of concord i forget the name of the town it's about 20 minutes outside of concord there are probably 15 20 antique shops in the area Hmm. so pretty strong Pretty strong. Oh, and then up to Mooresville, there's another three up in Mooresville where Junior's race shop is, Penske's okay. race shop, which we I went to Penske's. That was like going to, wow, talk about. So you were in Penske's this trip too. Yeah, went to Penske's. Wow. And let me tell you guys, when you pull up on the property, it's like you're pulling up. Uh, imagine pulling up to a mansion. I mean, beautifully manicured, wooded area on the driveway, driving up to Penske Racing. The parking lot, when you get to it, is the size of a mall parking lot. And then the building is the size of a giant shopping mall. And Penske's operation, they run the cup cars, the Xfinity cars, Indy cars, and sports cars all all out of one building. And uh, it was pretty impressive, pretty impressive.
0: Well, I, I would see Penske as a guy uh, would have, like, the best manicured grounds. Like, that would even be amazing. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, absolutely. Know, he's like, hey, listen, we got to get the landscaping done
6: right. Like,
0: that's how detail-orientated he is.
6: And you see that in the race shop. You yeah. see that everywhere. And it, it, it is, Casey, you're 100% right, because like I said, you drive up on the property, and that's kind of what struck me, yeah. is just pristine, manicured, kind of like I, Roger Penske himself. Yeah, Penske's got to be hard to work for. You yeah, know, probably not he,
0: the easiest guy. You know, like he's got a standard. I mean, if you can meet it, you're probably fine,
6: but, you you know, it's it's all or nothing, man. agreed with that so that's that's what i did on my trip and, nice. and it was cool good time to decompress I Was hanging out with my dad uh got in some north carolina specialties if you will bojangles i mentioned that ate at oh, bojangles twice. oh you did oh absolutely our closest Bojangles. we got to go to ocala dude the
0: their sweet tea game is oh it's it's unreal. amazing
6: now what what I drank in place of that was cheer wine, which is a Carolina cherry soda. Oh yeah yeah how's that cheer wine? Oh amazing it is it's not like a cherry coke it's more like a like a black cherry soda and uh, pretty tasty, not overly sweet, very very carbonated, which I kind of like. Um just just a it's it's a taste all its own. It almost has like a um I would say not not a cinnamon, but it has a little bite to it. You know what I mean? Kind of like a Dr. Pepper has a little bite to it. So does the cheer wine. So it had a little bit of that while I was there.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: So it's pretty good, pretty good trip. Now mm-hmm. on the trip Did you drive it? We drove, yes. Who, who, dro- who drove? Well, oh, you, we, you drove. What,
0: what vehicle did you drive? Uh, the ATS. Oh, okay, okay.
6: Something that got gas mileage. Oh, yeah. My car, not so much. We got like a another 10 miles per gallon better with the ATS than we would with the CTS. Oh, sure. Especially as... Yeah. So, so. it was a good drive. Not a bad drive. A little over eight hours.
4: Mmm. Yep.
6: <laughs> warm beer in the cheap seats, folks. That's it. That's us. We're warm beer and cheap seats. That, that's WBCS. Now, on the trip, I also saw a movie. Oh, okay. All right. I went to that Elvis movie. That's yeah. excellent because Subway's seen it
0: as well, so he can twice. talk twice. about the movie with you. Oh, you've seen it twice, yeah, oh, twice. Seen it it twice
1: Subway. Yeah, just uh, first first time I saw it was with my father on the uh, when it first came out. Uh huh. The day it came out, and then I watched it yesterday with. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, with Subway.
6: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Subway, what was your impressions? What What did you think of this film?
1: All right, Um, I'm going to start with Austin Butler, who played Elvis. Elvis Presley. I think he did a terrific job playing Elvis. Um, They made it look like like he was Elvis.
6: Right, he was not a caricature of Elvis. He was, I think he did a fine job.
1: Yeah. Um, As for Colonel Tom Parker, uh, based on what I've been hearing, I mean, I'm going to say this. I didn't mind Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. I think he did a good job. Uh, but I'm going to say this based on what other people are thinking. I've never heard of a hated character that Tom Hanks has played. I
6: mean, oh, the uh, yeah. The Colonel, Colonel is not a. Yeah, the Colonel's not. Yeah, he's not one of, on everybody's favorite list. He kind oh, of no. basically screwed Elvis. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, he's not like Colonel Sanders.
6: <laughs> no. Colonel Sanders kind of Colonel? gave the world wonderful things.
4: Yeah.
6: 11 herbs and spices, specifically. Uh, in a pressure cooker. Hmm. Well, the Colonel, he, he, he did in some ways, Colonel Parker, that is, give us Elvis Presley, but he also really, he was, I think he was part of Elvis's downfall. He was. I think he's 100% part of his downfall. Now,
2: directly I, or indirectly.
6: Uh, I, I think somewhat, somewhat directly. I mean, Elvis's yeah. other habits. I think Elvis's, Elvis's demise came from multiple angles. It wasn't just one thing that hmm. ended the King's life early. So sad. It is, and. Yeah. and I find myself watching like, movies like this with, with a character, or in this case, a real-life person, Elvis Presley. You hope it's going to turn out different, at least in my mind. Hey, maybe Elvis will go and tour the world. Knowing, No, he won't. He won't. He'll be under the Colonel's thumb, which Colonel Parker, as he's depicted in the movie and as he was in real life, very, very manipulative. Very manipulative.
4: Yeah.
6: Um, I thought the... Now, here's the crazy thing. This movie was filmed in Australia.
1: Yeah. That, this, this was the movie Tom Hanks had COVID. Oh, that's Correct.
6: what he was that's, down there for. Yep.
1: That's what he was down there for, yeah. Oh,
6: all right. Very interesting. I found that... I wonder why they didn't do it in the States. I, it, It's... I'm probably probably money obviously right but you would have never known it was done in australia obviously everything had to be done on a set of some sort yeah but um well you see- shoot a movie in california is very
0: expensive yeah um you know and that's why you have like a lot of filming going on in georgia and other states now because um well, well, the so states they, are given
6: tax breaks to do this t- tax breaks and different union rules and stuff like that. So which I find very surprising, the state of Florida has not jumped on this bandwagon. I don't understand. Why not? Because I mean, yeah, we have Disney
0: and universal studios here. They, Absolutely. They do... I
6: you know, I want to say they were
0: shortly filming. Uh, the uh, family feud in Orlando originally. When they first revived it and then they moved it to me. i think when they had louie anderson it i mean was they did here. double dare there yeah they did crappy nickelodeon oh, actually God. a lot oh of nickelodeon God. was filmed in orlando for years
2: oh
6: yeah but um anyways
2: got a tickle in my throat
6: so with that that being said the movie was quite Thank accurate you. there's three yes. three inaccurate Scenes,
1: yeah. Yeah. uh Accurate or inaccurate? Inaccurate. Inaccurate.
6: Oh, really?
0: There were
1: were some inaccurate parts of it, but Uh, I'll let.
6: Spoiler alert: Elvis dies. Uh, Yeah. Oh, he does. So, So, and obviously, these three scenes were done to add drama to the film, and and I get it, and I understand. Uh, your your casual Elvis fan or the new fan may not realize that but again no harm no foul i yeah. thought the cinematography was very interesting yeah. subway with some of the montages yes where they uh they have they go into elvis's in the 60s when they they have colonel parker narrating this portion of the film yes he's talking about elvis going to hollywood yeah. and how they the first, his first film was uh, was a serious film. Everything he did after that was fluff, which I love those movies. No, I, I, nothing against them. I think I enjoy a good Elvis movie. You
0: you, you enjoy them for what they for what, what they are. Yeah, it's yeah.
6: it's yeah. is it gone in the wind? No, no.
0: It, but let's like, be yeah. honest, gone in the Wind's kind of boring.
1: There, I see. Right, mm-hmm. that's a very unpopular opinion. though is it is it I would say, yeah. I, say I bet there's
0: a lot of people would be like they're afraid to say it, they don't have the courage to say, it's
1: like, I mean I'll say this it's four out it's like a four-hour movie <laughs> I get it and yeah. I actually do agree with you on yeah. that too yeah exactly there you go I said it it's a good movie but it's boring so
6: yeah so this montage they ha they, Colonel Parker's talking about Elvis making these movies and how they had to make them quicker Faster, cheaper, and they are showing the the scene is Elvis on skis. Which movie was that? Subway? Do you remember what Elvis uh, movie? Uh, uh, oh my! Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yes, no, is oh it, it? It's not Aloha from Hawaii. Not Aloha. Uh, it's not. It's
0: not Blue Hawaii. Not Blue Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, would it be? Hold is on, it girls, I,
6: girls, girls? Was there wasn't there one girls girls girls? He had kissing cousins. Uh, it wasn't had, kissing cousins. He had an, a, another Cajun one. Uh, fun Anyhow, this is hmm. the scene. They're, they're they're the scene in the film. They're reproducing the scene where hmm. they're filming Elvis on a water skiing with the ladies on a movie screen behind them as they did in the time. Right, and then they show. Elvis. They they zoom on on Elvis's face, and the screen starts turning, and they're talking about Elvis making the movies, and just the look on Elvis's face and the sweat running down his brow. I'm like, ah, interesting. Kind of representing, kind of what would be going through the King's mind. It's just the day in and the day out making essentially the same films over and over and over at a at a breakneck pace. So, again, I I think some of the choices of the cinematography, it was not a uh, just deadpan docudrama. Uh, I think they they went in a little different direction from time to time, and I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Subway, anything else strike you on this film?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously – it was very accurate. Uh, some inaccuracies. Um, you can tell us them if it sure. nice.
2: Would
6: you like the inaccuracies?
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah,
6: okay, so. I just
2: realized I probably it won't spoil it. No. It so. About his,
1: it's about his life, so. It's
6: not it, it, no surprises, yeah, no surprises. So, yeah. there, there are two scenes uh, somewhat back to back where Colonel Parker, Elvis is on the. Um, the louisiana hayride yeah that's when he got his start
1: yeah so, the, cur- the, the carnival yeah
6: yes so there's a carnival colonel parker corners elvis in a uh in a uh, what do they call it a
1: windows, windows in, in
6: the windows of those those houses those fun house
1: in a, yeah,
6: yeah. a fun house there's so
2: mirrors.
6: Okay. they, they the colonel corners Elvis in the funhouse in the room of mirrors and is starting his pitch to persuade Elvis to let Colonel Parker start to manage his career. And then mm-hmm. there, it continues on to a Ferris wheel where they stop at the top of the Ferris wheel and they consummate the deal. So Did they make out? No. Yeah. <sighs> No, they, you know. Yeah.
2: Consummate. It, it consummate. That's the movie- they
6: consummate. <laughs> so both inaccurate. Never happened. Never <laughs> really happened. No yeah.
2: consummating occurred.
6: So, and then the, the other inaccurate scene, Elvis was performing in Vegas, and then during his performance calls Colonel Parker out, yeah. And, and basically calls Fire. Him, Fire yeah, him, fired him, yes. Calls that him a piece happened. of shit, fires him, and said that this is his last show in Las Vegas. Correct. Yeah. Maybe never, happened. Like,
1: never happened. That was never happened because then he uh, he
4: continued.
6: Well, didn't he continue shows in Las Vegas after like 73? I think for seven years, he. he, he well, he might have been the, seven years. At the so time. Uh, I think you, up until '77, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. well, he, if you, if you go to Vegas, there's
0: a plaque outside of what used to be known as the International, which is which is now Las
6: Vegas. You're right, the Hilton.
0: La, Las Vegas Hilton. There is a statue with plaque to remind you Elvis played there, and he was the longest continued running show in Vegas, and I think it was like seven years he played exclusively there. Uh, and i believe actually barry manilow beat him oh he did and barry manilow made the point to play in that theater out of respect he's like mm-hmm. if i'm going to do a run in vegas it's going to be out of the same
1: theater. yeah and wow. you make a session for barry manilow then
6: that'd be kind of cool that'd
1: be cool um yeah do I... you think they did that last
2: inaccuracy to it's more of a drama
6: drama just to build drama but do
2: you think no drama do you think it could be to show maybe what should've, could've, would've been better? I
1: don't know, because, I, I mean, he would, I don't think he'd be, I don't, I don't, he just not, like, the type of person that would, like, do something, like, do something like that, yell on stage, fu- fire him. Right. Like,
6: no, Elvis was a professional.
1: Yeah, he's professional.
2: No, but I just mean, like, uh, maybe his life would've been better if he
1: was able to fire him.
2: So, I don't
1: know. The don't drugs know. He were he couldn't. The the drugs too were little, also, too late. And yeah, yeah. And Priscilla leaving him also uh, took a toll on him, too. Um, actually, I discovered a little bit of an inaccuracy as well when um when they were doing the uh, was it the uh, when he was performing out, uh, out, uh in the baseball stadium and yes uh, he was saying trouble and this and it said it took place in 1956.
6: Law, the, the, the song wasn't even out. No, no,
1: because it was released in 1958, and that song was for a movie, King Creole, uh, the one with uh, Walter Matthau. Oh,
0: that's what I was thinking of, King Creole. Yeah, Which King I think
6: Bre- is a great, that's uh, a good film, King Creole. Yeah, it is.
1: Wonder but yes, good such...
6: good call, good job. Oh, you know what, there's one other inaccuracy. What's that?
0: I thought this movie was about Elvis Gerback, the great Michigan quarterback. No but uh it wasn't
6: no it was elvis presley
0: they hey they should make elvis too and they make it about elvis, elvis. gerbeck
2: and just keep making movies about elvis's elvis eye
0: uh listen sweet melissa you were not holding the conch, so obviously yeah. you're not allowed to talk this moment here, here. Conch? yeah here hold the conch. here the conch. yes now you can speak
2: he gave me bubbles but
0: all right, right. Like, she it, it, she doesn't understand theory of the mind you, you, you forget about uh, too? oh
6: man sweet melissa we'll get you on on the right page don't worry yeah
1: <laughs> thank
2: you
6: okay. so anyhow
0: so that that's pretty good review yeah. um so good movie view yeah. uh you You did some antiquing, you you went all over the the Charlotte area, area. you you, you could build a race shop now. You you know exactly what you got to (sighs) do. I could.
6: I could. You you could. I'll tell you one of the interesting things, Um, we went to Richard Childress Racing, as I told you, that's in Welcome, North Carolina, which is just outside of Lexington. Welcome, Yes. Which is just outside of Lexington, so it's about a uh, good half hour, forty minutes from uh, Charlotte, maybe an hour. I'm trying to remember. Maybe it's an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. It's an hour uh, uh, north of Charlotte. Oh, wow, okay. what a little town! Ta- what a little town where this where Richard Childress Racing is located. It's it's a, it's like a like a little tiny Mayberry town. Yeah which is kind of cool you're going down the street there's a used car lot grocery store Eighty percent you know,
0: of the people in that town probably are like directly well, related to that that
6: shop somehow race shop yeah. Yeah. and then you see richard childress racing kind of cool anyway so that's that, that's what i did last week that's why i missed the show um but i'm back you're back yeah, yeah. Bad, but I'm back.
0: wbcs Yes. W-E-C-S. All right, I have I have a random uh, question for you guys. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. a question.
0: If you don't mind. Yeah. And, just, and this a question for the whole panel, the whole group. Okay. Can you name the oceans?
1: Mm. All
0: of them. Yeah, all of them. We
1: mean like the Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean, Mediterranean Sea.
0: No, well, you don't have to worry about the seas, just okay. the the oceans. The Mediterranean no.
1: Sea Ocean.
0: No, no. no, all right, relax, sweet
6: Melissa. Uh, I guess Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. Okay.
1: There's going to be a lot. Oh, there's. There's more. the
6: Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean. Oh, that's right.
0: Arctic Ocean.
2: Arctic Ocean. Yep. Antarctic Ocean.
0: No. Oh, no, you guys are missing one. The Billy ocean. Uh, Billy ocean. Billy Ocean. <laughs> it's it's in the Caribbean. Uh-huh.
2: Yes. The, the Billy Ocean. ocean. Holy <laughs> oh, shit!
6: Alright, just relax. Alright, everyone, just relax.
3: Alright. Uh, uh, ed We should through. do a
6: Billy Ocean album. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So good. <bad>. Okay. He <laughs> <laughs> sound really enthused on that one. Try you try to stay
3: positive on that one. Yeah. I am oh. backlogged of of uh work to do. <laughs> Oh, wait, what? No, I just throw Billy Ocean on the end. I'm one of i one of four on the uh, vinyls that I bought you.
0: Yes, uh, which we're very excited. We're we're getting about that time here in a few minutes on uh, to that. But listen, for for those listening at home, there's not a podcast, and if you're playing uh, podcast bingo, uh, and you had is there Elvis such a thing? Well, there should be. If you, mm-hmm. I hit the Elvis Gerback and the Billy Ocean tiles for you. You're welcome.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So you know, we we bring that kind of game for you.
3: And we talked about yeah, Gabagool it's nice and Satriales. It, it's
0: it's nice Satrial, yeah, Satriales yeah. is definitely in there. Oh, all right, all right. So,
3: the Gabagool.
0: Um, I'm gonna let Subway. Uh, mm-hmm. Set up the story of Florida Man. All right. Oh God. Yeah, we, so, have a, we have a Florida Man, which was a story we, I shared earlier in the week, you know, in our little thread, but uh, I, uh, via uh, the Baby Die. Shout out to uh, Baby Die. Good, good, good lead on this one. All
1: right. Well, uh, unfortunately, we yeah, we have Florida Man um, being stupid again. Uh, this time, a Florida Man. Decides um, to use a like to ride uh, a lawnmower to outrun police <laughs> trying to serve Warren. Uh, warrant. Um, yeah, he's trying. Yeah, so this Florida man outrunned the police uh, was trying to outrun the police on a lawnmower, and uh, basically what happened is that um, this guy has. Been um, back in January, police were saying that um, they were trying to serve a warrant on this this guy. Um, he um, has been on a boat, and he was fe- he was found on a boat in the Yellow River, and uh, they tried to talk to him about a forty uh, k stolen boat, and uh, he ended up jumping into the swamp and um apparently in or uh, apparent, uh, well, apparently well police said that um this guy um in order um he he took the he stole it, the boat a uh, 40k stolen boat uh he he stole the boat by using a uh, you he used uh heavy machinery machinery to cut a hole in a metal building to take the boat from a bay. that's a lot of effort Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, financing
6: would be easier, just put in credit application and just buying the thing. I think that's a lot of
2: meth or cocaine.
6: Now, here's my question about this Uh, quick thing. So the guy's cutting the side of the damn building. Yeah. Isn't that kind of odd? Don't people go, hey, why are you cutting the
0: side of that building open? Do you think while he's cutting the side of the building open? Uh, He's saying out loud, like the whole time.
4: Maybe, uh, I mean,
6: maybe you know, depends maybe. on.
1: Yeah. So after he, he got he after the police found him, he jumped into the swamp, swam, and found um, a John Deere riding lawnmower.
6: So he steals a second oh, I vehicle that
1: came first. <laughs>
6: he, <hour.
1: laughs>
6: yep, that's yep. his escape vehicle, sweet In Melissa. In the
1: water? No, 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 no.
6: He, he, swam he, got, he swam to the shore. He swam to
1: the shore.
6: He, the, he's uh, like a triathlete criminal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: Like he's gonna go to the, like the longest yard <laughs> prison where the warden's like, we have a triathlete competition <laughs> no, 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 between <laughs> prisons every year, and I got my guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And um, they, eventually the officer stopped him uh, using a taser. And uh, I don't know if they, like, tased him while he was on the lawnmower, but um, I guess they did. Uh, I hope
6: he had the kill switch.
4: <laughs> you know,
6: hopefully. I wonder what the kill switch is on that, that yeah. John Deere. Yeah. You know? Um, Tase him, falls off, mower keeps going. That could be dangerous.
1: Yeah, and um, they um, – um, they did a search
4: on him, and they found a gun, a handcuff key, in a pipe that had meth on it. Mm. Oh,
0: I was right. And <laughs> I didn't and even read the story. Doughnut. No, listen. Damn, it was—he was just—it was
6: there. It was there. the meth was there. That uh, guy did, was, Yeah. It tight, no. I didn't know it, the. the, the so, I didn't know it was there. Somebody no. else put that in my pocket.
2: And and, and how? I that. think I was right. Nope. I cracked the case. No, no, he didn't. Not crap. We don't know if he
1: actually took it.
0: She cracked the case.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Cracked the case? And, um, yeah, uh, this guy's facing several charges, including grand theft of a vehicle, resisting an officer, and carrying a concealed handcuff key. A concealed
2: handcuff key? Yeah.
6: is Is that a real charge?
1: What? I don't know. I guess it is.
0: It was it was uh, made out of a stale uh you know animal cracker. They make the
4: I bet you they used mask. the
0: bear. Oh yeah, well there's a lot of real estate with the bear.
2: What part yeah. of the stuff was not concealed?
4: His wee wee.
0: Hey, so in the this movie when he's got to go and compete in prison mm-hmm. in the triathlon for the prison They're the gonna uh, the warden's going to be played by Craig T. Nelson. Oh yeah. Perfect. Yes. Oh,
6: coach. <laughs> yes, coach.
1: <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of an. Old, <laughs> this reminds me of an old game I used to play on the Wii U. Uh, it's an old He's Lego, so old Lego game. Um, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Um. This reminds me of an old Lego game that I used to play on the Wii U. And, oh yeah. Um,
0: oh, the games- Wii Wii. Uh, no, thank no, the Wii U. That's yeah,
1: you.
4: That's the, that's the Not story.
1: the Wii Me. The Wii U. Yes. So, okay, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> man. Um. Okay. Um. This. Um. This game is called Lego City Undercover, and it was like the Lego version mm-hmm. of GTA. And um, basically, what happened? What happened there was this storyline. Is that this criminal that. Uh, they're trying to catch. The police are trying to catch. He tried escaping in a lawnmower on like the on like a bridge, like the uh, like. A nice. Car. Yeah, and um, he ended up actually getting away. Oh my well,
6: god. Well, that's pretty sad. That's.
1: Didn't Dennis the Menace do something like that? Um I don't know. Wait, Which one? The the ninety three movie with uh, yeah Walter Matthau. I don't know. Hmm. I have not seen that movie in a long time. This
0: this story with the riding mower is so crazy that he, he's definitely Florida Man. Oh, it's, yeah. it's so insane. <laughs> it's so
1: insane. Especially if he decides to um, use heavy machinery to cut a hole in a metal building. Yeah, that's Florida Man.
3: Only
6: in Florida. Bye, Florida Man.
3: Yeah. That's like, swap boy, boy. like Florida Man Everglades. You know what I mean? That's
6: it does sound... That's like a, a different episode. That that's a different series.
0: I don't yeah. know.
3: Pol- Polk
0: County, anything can
6: happen. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh,
6: <laughs> well, there you have it.
3: It's a little old, a lot of old school in Polk County. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they wrote the book.
6: What law? Well, that's Grady Judd territory, oh, so... If you um, if you get out of line you you're gonna get caught and,
4: <laughs> yeah.
6: and possibly shot but and bad. Caught cotton shot
0: cotton shot Anyhow. That, that that's uh means shot with cotton cotton shot cotton shot yeah it's like I was shot him with cotton <laughs> Don't wanna hurt you're him
2: they play in
0: Holt Yeah yeah, why don't they make Maybe. blanks out of cotton? I mean, you know, yeah, it's flammable, but you know, well, it's not going to hurt you. you no know. cotton. I
6: mean, how hard? It's
2: The fabric of our lives.
6: No, oh, no. May have to look into that business venture. Yes,
0: trial and error,
4: folks.
6: <laughs> look, I'm always,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm always looking for an investment, and I'm trying to be ahead of the time. <laughs> you know, got to get ahead of that curve. What's the next big thing? It's obviously not fucking doge coin. I think you, you guys got it
2: earlier in the podcast and you gave it away.
0: Elvis Gerback.
2: And I don't remember nope. you have to listen again.
0: And you can listen again Every where you night. download anywhere, you know, uh, podcasts, yep. and then you can listen again and again. And then when you like it, you can share and subscribe.
2: Just don't steal idea. And the then ideas. you can like
0: email us, um, and then I don't know, uh, PayPal us money. Yeah. No, uh, that'd be cool. Electronic <laughs> mail, folks.
2: Electronically mail.
0: Yeah, electronic mail. No stamps. You know, you don't need stamps for electronic mail. Do
2: you think they'll come out with oh, thanks? For electronic mail. I keep.
0: Po- no, you pay your fucking Spectrum bill. Oh, okay, true. Pay like a hundred and thirty dollar stamp every month we could
2: make that's an expensive stamp
6: Ugh, it sure is and you don't get it forever like a forever the, stamp
0: no nope, you sure
6: don't but um uh... hey i got a quick question yes you watching yeah. wrestling yes. how does sheamus stay so pale i don't
1: know <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know It's ginger Irish guy uh yeah but he's yeah,
6: very s spf 100 yeah but you know he's got to walk outside he's gonna get some Sun on him <laughs> how yeah. does he manage to stay so pale I, I think you're right spf 200
2: oh maybe he only goes out at night
3: like a he's vampire like, he's like yeah. a walking glow stick <laughs>
0: He lives in Nashville, right? Is that the guy yeah, that lives yeah. in Nashville? Yeah, yeah,
6: he lives in okay. Nashville. When they raced at Nashville uh, three weeks ago, he was the Grand Marshal. I wonder if McIntyre lives in Nashville
1: because
0: they're because out, outside yeah. the ring, those two are always they're, together.
1: Yeah, I think, they do, man, uh, I think they both do live in Nashville because I think both of them are like Tennessee Titans fans, Nashville Predator fans. I I see them wearing the Roman Yossi shirts.
0: Derrick Henry. Wow. See, Jerry
1: Lawler's not going to
0: like that.
6: That's Mr. Memphis right there. Yeah, he is Mr. Memphis. He's got his own barbecue joint on Beale Street. Dude, he was like when uh, the Memphis
0: Grizzlies uh, NBA team was uh, making a deep, deep run, Jerry Jerry Lawler is like courtside. It's great.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, they, hey! They're gonna be. That's
0: making... that's that's a lot cooler than seeing uh Spike Lee.
1: Well, you know what? They're gonna be yeah. Deep Well, runs. yeah, it's
6: Jerry the King.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? The Gri- Grizzlies are gonna make um, more deep runs in the future uh with their team that they have. So, job, good job, John Morant.
0: Yeah, he's already cha- he, he's already can... challenging Jordan uh to a fantasy one-on-one game. It's it's out of control. Yeah. No, he was just saying he wouldn't lose. I, oh, whatever. I don't know. You, you know, young kids, they say stuff. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. He's a good basketball player. There's no doubt. Yes. No question. It's fun to see something, another team come up other than, you
1: know, yeah, a
0: Boston I, or. I, I hope the Lakers keep losing. It yeah. cheers me you, up.
1: You know, I would love to see John Marenko do uh, SummerSlam and uh, see me uh wrestle the, wrestle the Ultramesto and uh, John oh, Marenko. Um, wow, well, you,
4: you know, it, it'd be a great honor. Me, me and him could be dapping up.
1: Oh, oh boy! who's uh, there? Who could be there? Oh, I can only
0: imagine who oh. could be there.
1: Oh boy! What, what, Sweet Melissa, yeah.
0: get 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 the door real quick. You oh, know? see
2: how he makes the girl get the door.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you're the closest to the door. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. Yeah, just just real quick.
1: Who could be?
4: Yeah, could be? Lucy, get the door. I'm yeah. yeah. Lucy, get the door. Lucy,
1: you know what do. I, yeah. I, well, I yeah, to do. Yeah, well, yeah, you
0: gotta let, you gotta let whoever's yeah, in. It, I mean, just, right. just you know, it's like, hello. Ooh. Hello,
1: no, no. That's
5: right. Welcome back. I'd like to be here in a warm beer and cheap seats. Oh, I see the subway slaver in front of me. You've been. Antagonizing and call me out every week.
1: It's getting a little old. Yeah,
5: uh, yeah. But here I am, ultra masculine gentleman. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, what's up? I see something, and I'm thinking something.
4: <laughs> nope. Oh boy!
5: I'm not positive. <laughs> yeah. What the hell there, Dad? He's trying... Turn that mic down. I'm trying to say something that might inspire the Subway Slam as I'm telling him. The enemy of my enemy is a friend of mine. And I think what we gotta do, the only hope for WWE is to come together to beat the Usos. Oh, wow. Subway. You want I'd to like to one, see that. Ultra masculine gentlemen and take down
1: do sellers. I got a question. I got a question. Can we take down the street profits too?
5: No one can stop us if we're together.
6: Wow, folks, you're hearing this here. On warm beer in the cheap seats. What a moment. What do you say? You got yourself a deal. Let's go! Wow! Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, that's a new tag team tag team partnership. Wow, this is oh, crazy!
3: Oh, my God, McAfee is Einhorn. I've heard it all.
5: <laughs> wow! I'm gonna just go to the gym. I'm gonna start working out. We're gonna decimate the Usos. Can't wait for it. Yes, time to destroy the
1: bloodline. Bye. Goodbye.
6: Wow! Just like that, and he's gone.
1: Are you serious? And that's
6: subway. You. Subway. What? What's your thoughts, man? He
2: doesn't
1: even say bye. That's rough.
6: Hey, well, it's the ultra masculine gentleman. That's just you, how he you rolls. Know
1: what I, you know, I think. Well, actually, it's pre- pretty much revealed. Um, yeah, I am positive. Um, <laughs> you're positive.
0: You're an attack team. You, you, you're, you're the the new faction of uh, WWE. Yeah. If I was the Usos, I'd be concerned.
1: Yeah, I'd be I, scared. You know, scared.
0: if if I was uh, like two Jamokes, uh, you know, hiding behind a cousin, I'd, I'd be mm-hmm. concerned. And uh, the Usos uh, probably those guys.
4: Yeah.
6: Uh, they are those guys.
1: Yeah, if I'm the
3: Usos, I'd be pissing in their pants right now. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, in their little tights. Yep. If I was to Cloud, I'd be betting against the Usos. Great. Wow. Huh? No no no. Cause he's usually bets on the general, so Yeah. He's, he's convinced this time. <laughs> they, were, he, they were due. <laughs> they, were due.
4: Dude,
0: they were due That reminds us they would do.
3: That
0: reminds us. Uh that <laughs> reminds us we have to still do the B sharps episode.
3: <laughs> the best.
0: The the best. So we'll we'll have a, a listen party or something.
3: There we go.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Spoiler alert. Uh it's about the Beatles. Oh. What's Simpsons?
3: Classic. Oh. It's classic. Yeah, so
0: that's an animated episode. See, it, it started from the Tracy Ullman show. Anyone?
6: Which was pretty funny. I used to like Tracy Ullman. She oh, was yeah. on Sunday nights. Wait, what night was it originally? Sunday. Was it a Sunday night show? I I'm pretty I'm pretty confident it yeah. was a Sunday night. Yeah, it was
0: pretty fun though. It was like just a, a different, like you know. Yeah, she comedy. got shit.
3: Can, she got shit can for the Simpsons. <laughs> how, what's yeah. the irony?
0: Well,
2: now she can't feel bad though.
0: Well, she's not part of the Simpsons.
2: No, but I mean, a million years later, at least. A However, show- I
0: think the show was her under a production company the whole time, so she did She did all right. Well, she got that. Simpsons. She was getting paid. Yeah. Um, well, I think we're at the time. Uh, what do you think, the Big Ed?
3: Oh, Just kind of setting you up. I'm positive. Okay. All
0: right. <sighs> so stand by. We're Big, Big Eds Rock, Ed's
4: Rock, and, Rock Roll and Roll, Roll. Roll. Retrospective.
3: Uh, good evening, everyone. This is a special edition of uh, Big Eds Rock and Roll. Retrospective, it's from the uh, Savannah collection, Pete Townsend's Empty Glass, 1980. Empty Glass is the second solo studio album by English rocker, musician Pete Townsend, and his first composed of original material released on April 21st, 1980. The album deals with issues that Townsend was struggling with at the time, including alcoholism, drug abuse, marital problems, and deceased friends, particularly Keith Moon, the Who's former drummer who died in 1978. Empty Glass also contained a devotional love song, Let My Love Open the Door, which became a top 10 hit in the US, and modestly successful singles, Rough Boys and A Little Is Enough. The album was rated number 57 on Rolling Stone's list of 100 Greatest Albums of the 80s. Uh, a poll rated it number five among the greatest albums released by an artist who was previously in a successful band. I don't know why I threw that in there, but it seemed important at the time. Originally, Pete Townsend wanted Todd Rundgren to produce his album, but, and Rundgren agreed. But after thinking about how similar they were uh, in styles, except Pete thought Todd was the better singer and guitar, and then he got paranoid. Uh, He had too much influence on him at the time, so he chose Christopher P. Thomas, an English record producer, who has worked closely with The Beatles, Pink Floyd, Procol Harlem, Roxy Music, Badfinger, Elton John, Paul McCartney, and The Pretenders. He also produced breakthrough albums for the Sex Pistols and the Climax Blues Band in Excess. The album was written and recorded between 1978 and 1980. When the Who had started uh, back up again, Townsend found himself having the right for both solo project and the band. As a result, Empty Glass was considered superior to the Who's subsequent 1981 album, Face Dances, with critics calling it a Who album that never was. Pete Townsend's band is Pete Townsend on vocals, guitars, synthesizers, John the Rabbit Bundrick on keyboards, Tony Butler, bass guitar, Simon Phillips on drums, track two, three, four, seven, nine, ten; James Asher drums on track five and six, Kenny Jones, who replaced uh, Keith Moon on track one, Mark Brzezinski on drums, track eight, and Peter Hope on harmonica. The album clocks in at 39 minutes, 46 seconds, a good length for an album. The album received good reviews and all talked about religious side of Pete and his least of his self sorrow album since the who by numbers. I don't think deep into the song meanings but rather I am hearing the overall music. The album opens with rough boys and when the vocals kick in there's no mistake it's Pete Townsend singing about the mob days and raising hell with the signature Townsend guitar licks and arrangements like the horns a nice touch Pete. I am an animal keeps the momentum going with the classic cool like beginning. And Pete really showcasing the soft side of his vocal range, and the keyboards and percussion work well together. A song about disbelief and what happened to life. And I moved follows up with a beautiful piano arrangement with the rabbit playing like a concert pianist, and again Simon Phillips playing on playing to the strengths of the piano instead of the bass, which is a real cool riff dancing on the piano. The next track is so recognizable and remains in heavy rotation on classic rock radio formats. Yes, Let My Love Open The Door, a real catchy riff with the unique synthesizer opening. Then again, you picture Towns and Windmill in his classic moves while putting out the signature sound and Simon Phillips, again, on drums providing keep the time going as well. Jules and Jim. A song about anger towards some journalists who wrote rock was better off without Keith Moon, Rolls Royce driving, pool destroying antics. It really upset Pete, seemed personal and musically not the strongest of the tracks, but the lyrics pack a punch. Keep on working, a simple song with a simple message that you should take time to enjoy life and don't get wrapped up in working all the time. I like these lines, and if you're lucky then in, you might have kids at play, to make you laugh and sing when you're old and gray. I kind of like that. Hit home. And Little Is Enough is a song that pulls all the stops and uses every gadget in the studio to make musical noises and sing about his wife trying to express his feelings to his wife, which at the time was on shaky ground. Yes, their marriage, I'm talking about, due to the other commitments and, oh yeah, heroin and vodka. Enough said. Empty Glass, originally wrote during the Who Are You sessions and never made it. I love the song with classic towns of guitar and lyrics from Keith Solomon. Talking about how after he's fucked everybody and everything and gone through everything, the only piece of advice is got that that life is useless. You stand in a tavern, a useless soul waiting for the barman to give you a drink. The barman being God and that God can't fill it up with his love. If it's already filled with love for yourself, Pete really got deep lyrically. The last song, gonna get you, the brass and keyboards really caught my attention, this song a pursuit of an unnamed woman. The song is persistent, like the lyrics, and will get you. Pete knows how to close the album out in a high note and should be there. It's a nice touch, a smooth jam that builds the end, and it's going to get you. I really like this album. It reminded me of just why I loved The Who growing up and gave this a bold three Montecitos. The musicians that played in here were seasoned bets at the time and proved their worth. Pete was the gatekeeper of ushering in the next generation of punk and showed why he was worthy of that task. And the Duke boy even did some donuts in honor of Gonna Get You because he enables the foot to stay in it to accomplish the task of mischief. And hey, don't spill your beer. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy.
2: Nice.
0: Always enjoyable.
3: Yes. Oh, it's an interesting read for the research I did. Uh, A troubled man, that Pete Townsend.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's very complicated. Very. Well, we, we all did our homework on this one. Uh yeah.
6: We you did know obviously listen. having
0: having the vinyl. Um you know, when we listened, I didn't realize I knew a few more songs on that album than, you know, just just at a glance, just you know, putting it on and not really researching. But uh I love the uh, Let Your Love Open the Door. That's uh, such a just fun song.
3: It's a radio staple. I mean, you could hear that any day, anywhere in USA. I mean, that's 1980.
0: I think that song's so ahead of its time in 1980.
3: You know, I think that album really stood the test of time. You could play it, you know, in any format. The music, there's a lot of different formats that music can be played on sure but that last song we're gonna get you was really uh just a nice high high energy of power mover i call sure. it the jewels and jim i didn't realize how upset he was when the if you read the article about it it's pretty disturbing he was pissed
0: about what they were saying about keith Moon.
3: Yeah, yeah, and the and the punk movement, you know, the the new the next, you know, the the clash and the sex pistols, you know. Pete Townsend was supposed to be like the punk guy, the mod guy. I mean you know well, he they was, were. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely were. And now now here it comes into the eighties and Pete's turning forty and he just is feeling you know he's like rocking he's no no rockers have made at that age you know and, and from that generation no yeah. so, was a threshold he he, he had to uh, over you know to cross and overcome
0: well it's, a lot of those punk guys were were wrong in some of their stances and um i mean like the, the the one that everyone always blows out of proportion is the sex pistols and what let, let's put it to bed they had a, a guy in the band they used to play live with, and they kept him unfucking plugged because he didn't know one fucking note. Um, <laughs> you know
3: they—I I, I didn't know that.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: Sid Vicious was always unplugged. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. up there. He did not know how to play an instrument. He just—he just strummed and just moved his hand around. Hmm. That's a true story. They said they used to unplug him, and and he was so, uh, so much of a degenerate and out of his mind, he didn't even realize he wasn't even <laughs> plugged in. Holy. That's pretty sad. Yeah. And then these guys would do articles, and they would trash like all the the big rock bands. However, you know, there are some like rock historians. They look at the Who's performance at Woodstock and they consider that the birth of the punk movement. I mean, Pete Townsend's playing in, I don't know, he's wearing, like, coveralls. Mm-hmm. He he was whacked out of his skull, but he was definitely plugged into his amps, and he could tell.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I
3: think he's kind of an underrated guitarist. Uh, he's just a, a definitely. Just, just short of a genius songwriter. If you listen to Tommy and, and Quadrophenia albums like that, you're like, this, she's got something going on, you know.
0: There is, I forget where I saw this at. I don't think, I don't think it was from This Is Going to Be Loud, but there was something I was watching with Jack White, and he met Pete Townsend on a tour bus. And then they just start riffing on The Seeker because Jack White's like, I can never really kind of figure out that opening. And then just Pete Townsend's like, let me see that guitar, acoustic guitar. And he just takes it and he just starts showing him like, this is how you play The Seeker, which is my favorite Who song, uh, is that one there. It, it It's a pretty neat like like just rock moment of just two – musicians being musicians with each other i, I i've
3: i've seen that uh the, that jack white one I, uh what'd you call it i like it louder
4: uh
0: yeah maybe that's what was that from that did they show that from this is going to be louder it's going to be loud i
3: i don't think i don't think so but i did see that with him with like with jimmy page and other other yeah with other the, the edge yes yes i did see that i don't think they showed that that would have been pretty cool
0: now you know what I'll try to find that video. It's, I, I watched it on YouTube. I forget even how I found it, but I, I was just like, man, this is cool. It's like just them two on a a tour bus, so it's very exclusive, you know. And uh, I don't know. Just again, musicians being musicians.
3: You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send you. Uh, the Who's Who Are You with Empty Glass, the, the track that didn't make it. Oh, really? This, this edition I have has it on there. Nice. Yeah, TV. Hmm. Yeah, the 30th anniversary had, had uh, some extra cuts on it. And, yeah, this has got it. I'll send it to you. You can hear the difference. Also, it's got Who Are You with alternate lyrics.
4: Hmm. That good. Yeah. Um, I might not I know, be able to
3: share it right now because uh, I'm I'm using the show, but I'll send it to you guys. Yeah. Um, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll say this. Um,
3: Pete Please Townsend, say that.
1: Pete Townsend is a underrated guitarist. I do agree with you. Um, you you know he, he just uh, he knows what he does in music and it's just I think that's what stands out to me the most when it comes. Do to you know
3: content. who's an underrated singer?
1: Uh, who's an underrated singer? Thank wow. you! Thank you! Uh, thank you! Uh, th- thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. Um, that, that actually means a lot. Unless uh, unless you you've been joking around unless you're joking around
3: and uh i i, I of course i mean it
1: oh thank you um, oh, thank you so much big ed um yeah uh, so
3: someday out. you'll someday you'll be on the rock and roll retrospect i'll be doing it
1: i hope Yay. hopefully I'll hope, you know what i hope i will and i hope i yeah you know what i hope i will <laughs>
3: yeah if that wrestling thing doesn't work out for you you always can fall back on yeah dancing. <laughs>
4: yeah
3: or, or if the politics thing doesn't pan out you know that you got, you got <laughs> options
1: yeah i could just make a studio
4: album.
1: <laughs> i got some people i got i got my uh what i call um i what what i call how do you call it your um,
2: ultimate karen agent
1: no oh no no not she's not associated with she's not associated with my acting my off off broadway show (laughs) except (laughs) just showing up to except just showing up which is oh liza care care for the most liza did you know pearl jam is performing at the
2: apollo soon oh they are
3: do you know the ultimate karen's job is to stock the refrigerator for the subway slam (laughs) wow (laughs) Uh, Man, I bet uh, awesome. Pearl Jam's gonna really and start and, and, a lot do, and, and do his laundry.
4: Uh,
1: nah. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for the compliment about being a rated singer. Uh, now uh, I'm going to be positive. Um, with that compliment, I'm going to be positive whenever I make a studio album. Yeah, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. If this wrestling thing does not work out, which, who knows? Mm-hmm. The ultra masculine gentleman has made a good proposition. I took it. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it really well. He was
3: very. Maybe you could make a new character like the Merry Minstrel or something. You know. Who? <laughs> Subway Slam. Oh, oh Merry okay. Minstrel. It morphed into, like, you know. Something like ah, uh, rock roll, you know what I mean? Like on the Flintstones, rock roll. That was his name. Who
0: who who was it? Like Fred? Well,
4: well no, for,
0: for
3: no rock episode... roll. Rock roll was the actual guy, and Fred played him, and and he did a concert, and, and the record skips, and it's like, and rock is gonna roll. That rock is gonna roll.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> it's like there's a town I know where the hipster's called called Bedrock. Twist. twist.
6: Oh, I remember this episode.
3: Come on, it's it's <sighs> it's like uh when he's goggles paisano. Oh you
6: know? running it into indie rock five hundred.
3: Yeah. And, and he loses because his his uh the tires are rock, and they <laughs> wear down, and they are pebbles at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I can't, you can't make this shit up. This is actually, you know. Is that
2: why pebbles is called pebbles?
3: Uh, probably yes. not.
0: No. Um, yes, pebbles is called pebbles because they're all rock-related names. Oh.
6: Wow. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah Mr. Slate. This is rock.
2: a morning show, folks.
0: Barney. Yeah, rubble. Oh Yeah, there you my go.
2: Goodness.
0: Yeah, just like the Jets.
2: Bam Bam. Is that the sound rocks make?
0: No, yeah, this is the sound of just a big dumb caveman.
6: It's probably he was kind of a strong voice. kid, that bam bam. Yeah. That's how he, he proposes bam, bam bam. He
3: slammed everything <laughs> on the
6: ground.
2: <laughs> so much learning taking place. yeah And
6: Pebble cereal cool. is really good fruity pebbles
2: that's right fruity rocks
0: yes it always comes back to cereal on the show doesn't
6: it (laughs) yeah somehow somehow it always
3: we always manage to slip in a cartoon some kind of shitty food and (laughs) you
6: know
0: hey you know what we we gotta be true to ourselves that's true i mean i mean
6: mean, this is literally what we talk about if we weren't doing nothing right this is true uh, and this is our gift to the podcast listening world. That's
1: right.
6: Yeah. At least so I like if, to think of it that way. If you're playing podcast bingo,
0: you've heard mm-hmm. B Sharps, Elvis Gerback, uh, Craig T. Nelson, and Fruity Pebbles. I, listen, we're we're really helping you guys out there tonight. That was the
2: idea. That, that,
6: that could be a podcast bingo right there. <laughs> yes. <bingo>. Right. <laughs>
3: When I say this yep. word, someone someone's gonna yell bingo and I say me, me. Yeah.
6: Oh wait, hold on, we gotta call it. Bingo. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Tell what do you Listen, want? I've heard about some of these bingo places. Yes. There's like ladies that, that, that'll play with like fifty cards. And I'm not I'm not exaggerating, like fifty cards, literally.
1: I'm not surprised.
6: That's oh yeah That's insane. No, those ladies have no sense of humor. Yeah no they don't they're very serious from what i understand and they got like they bring idols with them to put around their like unicorns and shit and i don't know oh let me
0: tell you something uh sweet melissa and i have a big adventure coming up uh this coming week
6: well what's the adventure
0: uh the doobie brothers are in town and we're gonna go wow how right about now? that
2: you telling the truth
0: and not only they're like actual living original members of the doobie brothers michael fucking mcdonald yes. is no performing with the doobies wow I, uh, when he does the whole, the full whole believe, a full believes i'm just gonna lose my mind i'm yeah. like michael
1: mcdonald <laughs> yeah i've gotten that when Members go back to their old bands. I, like to, when I went to my KISS concert. It was actually, I was lucky enough to actually, went in my
0: when I went to see uh, KISS. Uh, I was lucky enough to actually see Ace Freely. Nice.
4: Perform, nice. I, uh, I out, saw Ace. Freaking out. Nice. You I saw, saw with Ace solo, solo. or
6: with, with KISS? No, it was Ace solo. Really? Uh, yeah, I saw Ace solo about, Oh, five years ago, six years ago. Nice.
3: And all he right, put on a
6: pretty damn good show.
3: I, yeah. I saw them when they put the makeup back on in 2000, and they had all four regional members. Peter. Oh, uh, it was
0: Jones Beach, right?
3: No, no, this was uh, in Tampa. This was a full show. They didn't.
0: Oh. Uh, nice.
3: Ted yeah. Nugent and Skid Row opened. Wow. There you
0: go. Skid, Skid,
3: Skid Row, Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent got the crowd into a frenzy and all Kiss had to do was walk out on stage. That's how, <laughs> yeah. that's how crazy everybody was. You yeah. know, Ted Nugent really got the crowd fired up and
4: <laughs>
3: you know, He's shooting, you know, posters of Janet Reno with his bow and arrow and air. Yeah, he puts man. on Oh wow. But, but he put on a hell of a you know guy that could play guitar. Yeah. yeah. That was a good show.
1: Motley
0: Cruz on tour with like Poison, Joan Jett, and Death Leppard, yeah. w- mm-hmm. w- which huh. sounds good in theory.
1: Good. Yeah,
0: I not- think Brett Michael. Why only in theory, Casey? Right now. Well, all right. Well, Vince
3: one Neal is in worse shape than me, that's why.
0: <laughs> yeah, Vince Neal's in bad yeah. shape. Uh, he lost his voice like
1: yeah.
0: 15 years ago.
1: Oh
0: boy, and uh, Tommy Lee's barely playing because he. Broke, broke like
1: four ribs. Yeah, and
0: broke four ribs, so he'll play like two or three songs. Or three. However, the guy that replaced him is Ozzy's drummer. So you know that guy's not a slouch. Yeah. I heard
3: his, I heard his son was playing.
0: Uh I heard
1: different. I heard
3: About, uh, Anyway, like, he's back he's back full time now, Tommy Lee, he's back. Oh, he now. is. Oh, okay. Yeah, well and this is, you know, three. I I could be wrong, but
1: I know this happened. I think Brett Michaels had like was not going well at some point, and he's like he couldn't perform. Um, well,
0: here's the other thing. So Brett Michaels, when he performs in between songs, he talks about his battle with diabetes because that's uh, what you want to hear at a rock and roll show. Does he really? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, um, Walter <laughs> yeah. Brimley in heaven is very happy to hear this. Okay, but, diabetes. But yeah. What? Oh, oh all right. Big Mike, you remember the movie Cocoon? yes
2: great movie
0: right oh by Uh the way we we ate at that restaurant last week that was featured (laughs) in cocoon but but we'll we'll do that another time
6: that's another show um
2: oh you guys
0: did you remember how old he was in that movie in cocoon uh yes uh he was only 50 actually uh and that that's what's scary (laughs) because that guy looked and and that movie was uh about five years older than like when the natural came out and he right was, and he looked like fucking, like my grandpa in that movie and uh he was like 45 then it's that, pretty bad that guy uh aged like a really bad wine Yeah, mm-hmm. and then but
6: then he stayed the same like it's well hey that got him rolls you know what i mean you gotta have yeah. that old yeah, guy when you're,
0: <laughs> but he was like in his forties
6: and fifties. He hey, was like but the yeah, guy, there's like eighty. That's okay though, because he's in his forties or fifties, and he's got the energy of a forty or fifty year old playing an eighty year old. So,
0: You're like, hey, we need a guy that looks like death sucking on a lifesaver.
6: Hey, <laughs> call Brimley. Well, hey, he found his niche. You got to have your niche in Hollywood, I suppose. Yeah. Oh. Got a point. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to be a little different because everybody's out there trying to be a movie Friends, star.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, he was funny in uh, uh, what's that movie with Kevin Klein? Uh, in and out.
0: In and out. I don't think I remember oh, that. Yeah. Really.
1: Oh, okay. So it's uh, Kevin Klein, Joan uh, Cusack, and Matt Dillon, and Tom Selleck, and it's about this what. Yeah. Yeah, in and out. Uh it's about this uh got It's almost like
6: he's wait,
0: wait, wait, hold, hold the press. Uh, Big Ed, Big Mike, you <laughs> guys know this movie? No.
1: Okay. In and out. So this movie I think it was like in ninety nineteen ninety seven, I think. And um it was about this uh 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 actor played by Matt Dillon. He just won the academy. Um and this was an I think an inspiration from one of Tom Hanks's like best actor speeches in the Oscars, like from like I think when he won for Philadelphia could mm-hmm. be wrong. And he said like uh he knew like he he had he knew someone that was he kinda outed, oh, of uh, he outed uh one of his like I, I forgot who it was. He added someone um and it, it that movie that part took inspiration to this movie where right. Matt Dillon outed his teacher which was played by
0: kevin klein that he was oh playing. yes i do remember this movie yeah this was like a big deal yeah, so he right? he had to play a guy that got outed yeah 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 this yeah. was this, was, for it, it, for this kind of led up uh, this was right before ellen had or ellen's show had just started
2: yeah outed and
0: then for what? uh for being, being gay. gay that was that was like remember oh, back yeah. in the day they used to like lynch people and stuff like that and so it was a big <laughs> deal
1: yeah
0: you know they're like get him you know, he's going to boof someone, you know, how dare they? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: he, yeah the I point. forgot. I
0: forgot about that.
1: Yeah, he was going to marry. Uh, uh his, He was going to marry. His wife.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was the 90s for you. Yeah. You know, your campy movie about getting outed.
2: In and out. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's right. No. <laughs> oh.
1: Yeah, i just remember i, I, remember, just laughing the entire, I remember laughing yep. the entire time <laughs> that movie was damn
4: funny
0: yeah when he got outed that was hysterical yeah. when his when his world came crumbling down
2: when people were throwing bam bams at him they, kept out, yeah. they, they They questioned
1: him literally his students questioned him really yeah after like i think it was like the day after uh uh a day How'd after care? Cameron drake outed him Hmm. Yeah, it was a funny movie.
2: May <laughs> have to watch that one.
1: Oh yeah. It's pretty funny.
0: Uh if you're watching WWE, Sami Zayn went full Canadian with the mullet, by the way. He's he's like uh
6: is that a mullet that's not really a mullet though
0: oh no that's but he could play like he's like on the 1992 pittsburgh penguins right now yes Uh, like he's on the front line between uh marley lemieux and yammer yager and he's he's the other winger you forgot like who was in that line with lemieux and Uh, yammer yager oh no no it was uh sammy zane that's it that's right Mm -hmm. because look at that mullet man yeah i mean he's got the stanley cup beard going I like it. I mean that. Now that's that's a Rudy Tooty, right and fruity uh, Canadian, right there.
3: Yeah, but he's like one match away from being kicked out of the bloodline. He's fucking useless.
0: Well, yeah, well, we know that. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Until he marries in,
4: which you so in. is he going to marry? We're all under. <laughs>
6: you beat me down. to the punchline of that. oh i couldn't i couldn't leave that one you know mm-hmm. hang in there case yeah uh, that, right. that was a beautiful setup <laughs> oh yeah
0: so oh all right uh, i i did want to get back uh big big ed so we we did pete townsend fantastic review today uh What do we got next week where we have three of the Savannah trip albums? We have UFO. We had a deep purple. Uh, There's one other one. There's a Poco. Oh, Oh, Poco. Yeah. Are you, uh, what are you thinking for the next one then?
3: I'm just going to do them in the order that you set them.
0: Hmm. Uh, I, I would UFO. say UFO.
3: D- oh, say okay. Yeah, Uf- oh, yeah. Yeah, UFO. Yeah. Deep Purple Poco. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, re- I'll do it go. in that What's the Everyone name of the play? album? What's the UFO album? I don't uh, I remember the, the whole.
0: Big Mike. Do you remember the name of that
6: album? Uh, I can go, go look. UFO. Let's go on a little field trip here and the uh, beautiful <laughs> studio seat.
2: I forgot to
6: Studio C for a minute. Studio C. So we're going to go down. We're going to go check they, out. They had album. a lot of albums. So stand by. Okay. We're now downstairs in Studio C where the mm-hmm. music room is located. Yes. So we are going into the record. Sounds like Big is cabinet. Over Studio C. It's UFO um, No Heavy no heading Yep. They got the monkey on the front cover on a lady. With a leash or something, right? Yep. Monkey on a leash. Yep. Pretty
0: cool. Yeah, no, no, no heavy petting. That's right. Right
4: so when you set it out, it's, it's,
3: not the, it's not the monkey puzzle?
6: Not the monkey puzzle.
0: No, it's not a monkey building a...
3: No, no. There's a, they, no there's or, a a monkey,
6: or a monkey doing wordle.
4: <laughs>
3: What's the name of it?
6: No heavy petting. No heavy petting. Let's see. Or also known as a monkey doing Wordle. (laughs) Oh, that's the the movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bruce Willis was supposed to get the lead, but now he's got alopecia, so he can't (laughs) act anymore.
6: Yeah. It's a shame. Unless he's playing a character with alopecia. (laughs)
0: Yeah, hashtag get well, Brucey boy. Yeah. Um, hashtag,
2: hashtag, watch hashtag,
6: for Will Smith. hashtag, we loved you in Pulp Fiction. Hashtag, yippee motherfucker. Oh, hashtag yeah. <laughs> not a Christmas movie. <laughs> not a Christmas movie. There you go. That'll be debated later. You know what? I again. saw
3: I saw a Bruce Willis movie, but it wasn't really a Bruce Willis movie because like Harvey Keitel was in it. Uh, th- th- it was about these kids camping. Uh, Ed Norton was in it. Uh, it was like uh, some fucking.
1: Uh, it's weird.
3: They're like Boy Scouts. Fight Club? No, 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 no. I'm just, no I'm just nothing like that.
1: I'm just
4: I
3: don't Ed
0: know. And they're camping.
3: He was like a camp counselor. They're on an island. Uh, Bruce Willis was like the cop of the island.
0: Oh, it, it, no, 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 no. This is one of those Wes Anderson movies, right?
3: Yes, it was straight. It was funny. It was very entertaining. Um, like, no one was really the star because it was about kids. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, this was one of the more recent. I think this was like two Wes Anderson movies ago. Um, oh shoot! Uh, uh, because it, because oh. it follows the two teenagers. Was it
3: yeah, Kingdom? they weren't teenagers; they were like kids. Yeah,
0: it's it's Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. Yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, I was pretty good. I was thoroughly entertained. It was a sleeper. I was like, nothing to watch. I'm flipping around. It was like Sunday late well, afternoon, early. It was right after the racing was over. Big Ed, that's and the same guy.
0: That, did, that's the same guy that did uh, Bottle Rocket. No shit. Yeah, yeah, the same. Well, I, I could see
3: that because there was a corniness to it, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He he's he definitely has a a certain corniness to it. Uh, oh, he I you know what what I like? He makes kids like really smart and astute. You know, they're not just like kids aren't always just like idiots or brats or no. These whatever. kids were
3: smart. These kids were yeah, smart.
0: And he always writes children really. Uh, smart. He always writes interesting women characters, and um, and yeah, they're they're quirky. But uh, yeah, Moonrise Kingdom.
3: Moonrise Kingdom. That's exactly it. Thank you. That was Bruce Willis. That was Bruce Subway.
0: Was I'm sorry. Wait,
2: Subway got that
0: one. Yes. Got to give credit. And uh Tampa just so happens to have the hottest team in town, the Baltimore Orioles. Hmm. Yes. Uh so uh so it's gonna be really interesting. interesting yeah, so we're gonna go check this out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see see what the O's are about tomorrow. Yeah. So we we're, we're we'll have a report of what it's like at Tropicana Field when the Rays host the Again, the hottest team in baseball, the Baltimore Orioles. Are you
1: sure, they're the hottest. Team yeah, it's. Oh. Right now. Yeah,
0: well, the Rays are up right now. Rays are playing good, but hey, I, tip tip of the cap to Baltimore. They somehow put a team together, and and unfortunately, being above 500, they still can't get out of last place. But uh, we'll, we'll report different. on that next week. We got the Rock and Roll Retrospective. We're going to do UFO, no heavy petting, and whatever else that may come across our plate. And we'll probably bring up a serial, a cartoon, and a really bad TV show from the 1980s. Yeah,
6: mm-hmm. yeah count on it. That, that's pretty much our uh,
3: that's our routine. You know what? We should take it over under on the word weewee. <laughs> oh, see,
0: the worst. Uh, no, well, no, no, we can't because we're involved. Yeah. See, that's like you know, oh, that, that would be awesome. like Pete Rose, like betting on the game, and then he puts in Mario Soto, with a bad elbow. No.
3: Uh, uh, unlike Krusty betting on the generals,
0: right? Now, other players do can do an over under. Uh, and if you go on DraftKings and you go hashtag warm beer in the cheap seats, you'll get ten percent off on your first bet. And wow! To- uh, how many times the word "wee wee"s mentioned? Yep. <laughs> Promo included. So, with that said, I I think I've said everything for <laughs> W. BCS. Does anyone have any final and lasting words for us? Thank you for joining we us tonight, you. everybody. Yep. That's
6: yes.
0: uh, hey, Sweet Joe. Lady Joe, get well. Lady Joe. Lady,
6: Lady Joe's Jill. sick. Uh, yeah, Lady Joe, get well. And uh hey, we'll be Jill all back roll, together okay? next week.
3: We will. Lady, Lady Jill, will Jill go make some that? quinine. It's an easy recipe. Oh, What's right, that sweet Melissa? Okay. Is
6: she yeah. Okay? yeah Lady Jill's good? Lady Jill. She's a she's a fighter and really she'll probably be back in fighting shape by the end of the weekend.
2: Okay, good.
1: Very good. Thank you. Subway. Thanks for having me at Studio D. Love having you here.
0: Glad to have you here in person. Thank you. Um, the legend. All right. All right. Well, if no one else has anything to say, I'll just
6: uh, lead us to – To the outro music. See you next
4: week. See you next week, everyone.